Hello, I'm Darren Heath, and I'd like to introduce Caroline Stockman, Chief Executive of the Association of Corporate Treasurers. This is the 14th of our Strategic Insights series of short podcasts, where Caroline draws on her wide experience to share the insights she's found most valuable. And today, the topic is self-belief. Thanks again, Darren. In many cultures, it just doesn't do to be too confident in yourself, at least in front of others. Whether it's that great British modesty, where it's seen as rather uncouth to sing one's own praises, or in Thailand, where the team is more important than the individual, or indeed the Netherlands, where there's an expression, du maar gewoon, which suggests it's best just to be normal, to behave normally. Most of the places I've lived and work in tell us not to believe too much in ourselves, at least in front of other people. There's a popular English expression, pride comes before a fall, which warns us not to be too confident, or else. But the real problem is that many of us don't believe enough in ourselves. Often we doubt our own capabilities, and we're reinforcing this all the time when we say to ourselves, that was a stupid thing to do, or nobody really likes me, or I'm never going to be successful. Whilst our societies may not rate arrogance or inflated self-beliefs, as they of course can lead to a variety of issues, most people would be happier if they felt a little bit better about themselves. However, if you're like me, you'll tend to remember your mistakes or bad experiences, which I'm not suggesting is always unhelpful, and you'll tend to forget all the good or great things you've done. My mother used to be a reminder to me of this, as she'd often say, don't you remember when you did this, or won that prize, or so-and-so said such-and-such about you? But mums aren't always there. So we need to learn self-affirmation if we want to create a healthy balance in terms of our own view of ourselves. Connected with this is guilt or regret, both unhelpful emotions. And emotions which really don't take us anywhere as they focus on the past and that ship has already sailed. So what can we do about this? Well, the secret, I think, is in the word do. By taking action, we can redress anything we might previously have regretted. We can decide to do things differently in future. And similarly, in terms of believing in ourselves, we can decide that we are worthy and likeable. By saying a simple mantra over and over, we can train our mind to believe what it's being told. Every day, saying something 120 times, maybe when brushing our teeth or driving the car or on our commute, can transform our pattern of thinking over time. An example would be to repeat... I like myself, I'm happy, I'm successful. 120 times every day. Just do it. What have you got to lose? And there's so much to gain. Research shows people see definite change in their life after a month and significant results after six months. And you can apply it to any issue that you're dealing with and you want to see improvement in. Similarly, it can be helpful to write down our successes things we're good at, compliments people have paid us. Keeping a kind of inventory or writing one down every so often can help us to see ourselves in a new, more positive light. It's also helpful, I've found, to take a kind of objective approach, looking at ourselves through what we value. By this I mean, have a think about the things you believe in and that you exemplify when you're at your best. Your core values might be around honesty and integrity, professionalism, kindness, caring for others, teamwork loyalty, courage, and so on. Write down examples of when you've exhibited or lived those values, and for each example ask yourself, do you like that person? Invariably, you will. And by carrying out this exercise, you're affirming yourself and getting your mind on board with the idea in an acceptable, quote-unquote, way.
And how about getting yourself a coach? Amongst the many things a coach can bring is a sense of value of yourself from an objective party. I've come across people who have been scared of having a coach as they feel it will open them up to more criticism and they're doing enough of that themselves. In my experience, however, a coach is very affirming as they won't be hampered by our own self-doubt and negative thought patterns when it comes to us as their coachee. So, now we're getting to quite like ourselves and feel good about our achievements. But how do we avoid coming across as overly confident? Which, of course, is a threat to others who have also been thinking negatively about themselves and ensure that we have just the right balance of self-belief and realism. Well, there are a couple of things which I believe can work to help achieve this balance. One is, give credit to others where it's due and even more. What I mean by that is, it's good to recognise others for what they've done, and by doing this one creates some room for one's own achievements. Also, when there's been a team effort, giving more credit to others than is strictly deserved, if we were to be in a negative frame of mind, has the effect of boosting them, which cannot be a bad thing, as well as highlighting how well the whole team did, including yourself. At the end of the day, giving credit is always a good thing to do, and we can be generous with it. Another thought is, any time we speak about something good we've done or achieved, we need to tell it from a place of authenticity, and in this case, authenticity of motive. If we talk ourselves up because we want to prove something to others, or want to achieve an outcome which is selfish, then that will communicate itself one way or another. But if we do it from a desire to share a helpful learning or make a case for something which we believe in passionately, then that will be perfectly acceptable to others. So, I advise before stepping out onto what could be a rather precarious platform, check your motives. That's what I've been doing as I create these podcasts, so fingers crossed it's working. Well, some unique insights into self-belief, Caroline. Thank you. Next time, you're going to turn things around somewhat and talk about negativity, and negative situations. So something quite controversial, perhaps, to look forward to. Until then, from Caroline and from me, goodbye and thanks for listening. <laughs>